You know, you two are, are two of the the strongest warriors, you know, that I've that I have in my life, you know, right now. And to hear you say that uh, the enemy has, you know, he had his foot on my throat. That's a perfect example of a warrior that wasn't ready for war. That uh, a yeah. warrior that didn't put his armor on. Yeah. yeah. And the, the scripture tells you, put your armor on so that when the day of evil comes, you can stand firm. It doesn't say if the day of evil comes. It says when it, it's going to come. Scripture tells you it's coming. Put your armor on right now and get ready for it. And and you saying that is just a perfect example of a strong warrior, a good man that just wasn't ready for battle. Welcome to the Marriage Unfiltered podcast. My name is Lisa Carter. My name is Jeff Carter. Hi, I'm Alyssa Field. I'm Brian Field. And we're just four broken people. Trying to help broken people. Exposing what marriage really is. By removing all the filters. Hey guys, Lisa here. I wanted to really fast introduce you to this episode. Um, a few weeks back, you may have listened when, when Alyssa and I recorded and talked to you about identity. And it was kind of a special conversation that just us two had. If you haven't listened to that, I really encourage you to go back and listen to identity. And it is just us ladies, but that doesn't mean that only ladies should listen. But today we have a really special treat for you. We let the men take over the studio. And I don't want to say I was shocked, but I sure was impressed by the way that they spoke truth. They were vulnerable and they were bold with scripture. And I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. I hope you'll take some notes. I hope you'll share it with your friends. And don't worry about listening just because you're a female, because females can be warriors too. These men are going to be bold and just really honest, but also full of grace and truth when they share about being a warrior. I'm so excited and so proud to share this episode with you guys. Introducing Jeff, Brian, and a special guest, Eric. And they'll tell you a little bit more about Eric when they get going. But I am just, once again, so excited for you to hear this. We hope you guys will give us some feedback. Reach out if you guys would like more information about walking with men, have questions about this episode. And as always, let us know how we're doing. Share us on your social media. Follow us on Instagram at Marriage Unfiltered Podcast. And without further ado, here's the guys. Um, You guys want to get after it? I think that yep. before we get into it, man, I, I'd, I'd like for you, if you if you don't mind, Eric, to to start us off in a prayer. Sure. Perfect. Sure. I was going to say pray. Um, so y'all know that I'm I'm real big on the armor. So yeah, yeah let's do let's it. Let's do it, man. Let's do the armor. I love it. All right. Thank you, Father, for this armor that you've given us. We start by putting on our armor today with the helmet of salvation. We ask you to protect us with this helmet from the thoughts that have no place being in our minds. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. It's not in our own righteousness that we walk, but your righteousness. It's a gift and you've given it to us. So I ask you to protect us with this breastplate from anything that will attack our hearts. We put on the belt of truth. May your truth be our strength and our foundation, our center of gravity and our balance today. And next are the shoes of the gospel of peace. We want to walk in peace wherever we go today, in peace with you and everyone else. Also, may we always be ready to share the gospel of peace wherever we go. We pick up the shield of faith. The Bible says it's capable of extinguishing all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So I pray that we use it properly today. We pick up the sword of the spirit. It's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates the soul and spirit. 
This tells us that we're not fatherless, that if God is for us, who could be against us? The greater is he who is in us than he who is in this world, and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and so much more. We realize that the sword of the Spirit is your is your word, Lord. And we can't, um, I pray that we just continue to be in your word. We know that you can't remind us of a scripture that we've never read. So we pray that we continue to sharpen our sword. Now we all stand armed and ready, realizing that our struggles not with flesh and blood, but with the rulers and powers and authorities of this dark world and wicked spiritual forces in heavenly places. Jesus, you are the only one that gives us power in any, any kind of prayer. So it's in your name and your power and authority that we pray. Amen. 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 I love that, dude. Gets me fired up. So, um, I guess we'll just get started. Um, uh, I guess we'll introduce our, uh, guest of the week to the audience. So we're doing a males only. Yeah. The girls Uh, trusted us to come in and talk. What what were they thinking? I have no (laughs) idea. Exactly. But we'll have fun with it at least one time. (laughs) So we're lucky to have Eric Villanueva with us tonight. And he, uh, is a guy that, um, is the uh, epitome of warrior. And so I felt like he was one that um, definitely need to have on. So yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Appreciate that. It's, you know, to hear, you know, guys like you, like yourselves and, uh, you know, Brian, both of you have, have really uh, been instrumental in Teresa in my, my life. So you know, to, to hear you say something like that, you know, take it to heart. And I really appreciate it. And it's not, uh, it's, it's not, I got my butt whipped a lot for a long time so yeah. to try to, just to try to keep fighting the fight is, is kind of where, where I, where yeah. I live. Yeah. No, those are the guys that I want to lock shields with or the guys that aren't perfect, um, but can walk alongside each other and say, Hey man, I've screwed up plenty. That's right. But this is what God has done in and through that. Yeah. And and I want that to be the message that we share with the guys tonight. So, yeah. Cool. So we're going to go into posing a little bit, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about posing, and we're also going to talk about just being a warrior for Christ awesome. and what, what that means and kind of, you know, just some talking points in that regard. Cool. We With this posing, I just want to, and we'll probably say this maybe throughout the episode, we all pose, we all put on different skins or different uh, camouflage or outfits for who we're talking to, how we're talking to people. Sometimes we need to impress people for some reason or name drop or just a myriad of things, or we can just outright lie as we're posing. And what, what I want to say starting off is that us three on this podcast, all we all struggle with posing and we try to pose less and less and less but it doesn't go away and we're not coming at you in some judgmental way that we've got it figured out and you could stop, you just need to stop posing. We want to talk about our struggles with posing and how we have had victories in that and then hopefully how we still need to work on some things. Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> I love that. Did I steal just, your intro? No, you just okay. dove right into it. And so that's, that's kind of where we want to start this deal. And so we don't, we don't have a script. We're just going to kind of make it flow. And, um, I just want to kind of, you know, hop into, you know, how this has affected our lives and, um, what it means to us and why we're so passionate about it. So just getting started, Eric, tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, 
so I originally met these guys um, during the you know a marriage night that, that Teresa and I attend, and um, really kind of kind of you know I, I talk about marriage nights and I and I say that uh, it it's supposed to be about you know married your marriage between you and your wife, but to me it really it really comes down to kind of your marriage with, with God and Jesus. Like if, if that relationship and that marriage isn't, isn't accurate and, and correct and right, then, then it's really hard for your marriage to, um, to prosper. Um, I think for so long I tried to focus on my marriage and fix my marriage. And, um, the, the harder I tried in my own strength, the worse things got. And, um, it really wasn't until like I really, uh, hit kind of, I say a rock bottom, but you know, I, I was still financially stable. I still had, you know, I was still healthy. Um, but, but spiritual rock bottom, um, and I was losing, you know, my wife and, um, everything that we had really built, you know, together, uh, just, just wasn't feeling spiritually sound and, and solid. Um, and then I, you know, and, and I really started to develop a relationship with Jesus and that's really where things started kind of falling into place. I kind of stopped focusing on my marriage and focusing on my, my real relationship with Jesus. And it's funny how everything else just kind of started falling into place without me actually trying. So, and I love telling people that because it's nothing that I did in my own strength. I had nothing to do with fixing things. I just focused on my relationship with God and watched him work and, yeah. and trusted in him working. So yeah, um, Teresa and I have been married 22 years. Uh, we've had a, you know, uh, we had a lot of great years. We had, you know, some rocky times, um, times where we, where I actually probably gave up, you know, and, and we separated for, uh, almost a year. It was, um, about 10 months. And, and, and during that time, that's when I was talking about that spiritual low that I was in. I was, you know, I've always, I've always been a believer of Christ. I've always, you know, tried to stay in the church and even, even in scripture, um, but a lot of guys ask me, uh, how, you know, how long have you been walking with guys and, and trying to help marriages and basically asking me, how long have you been doing this? And I say, you know, I've, I've been a believer of, of Jesus and, and, you know, Jesus is my Lord and savior for my whole life. I've been a warrior for him for about two years. Yeah. And I think that's a big difference in, in being a believer of Christ and, and, and following Jesus and then being a warrior for him, you know, for me. It's it's completely different. It's crazy. It's only been two years. That is so says, crazy. And that's right. It's right after COVID. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just listen to you talk, man. Sometimes you drop some wisdom bombs and I'm just like, holy cow. Yep. G- guy has some has some good insights. <laughs> I got uh, I still get my butt whipped, but it's from yeah. it's like a <laughs> it's like a I'm a, I'm a younger brother and I got older brothers, so they whooped me plenty of times. So I figured out what not to do, you know, so, so yeah. I don't get whooped, but you know, you always, you always stumble every now and then. So, yeah, I don't know that we'll, um, start with that prayer. You know, if we, you know, we'll probably play it. Cause I, I oh, think, yeah. I think that the guys need to hear it. And I, that's what I love about Eric is anytime we get together with a group of guys, he always prays over us with the armor of God prayer. So I think that's a, uh, that's a cool thing when you're when you're when you're a warrior of Christ and you pray that over yourself, it it it, it really does give you that protection. Yeah. yeah, and and protection is what you need. You know, not just a prayer to to commune with God, but 
understanding that we are in a battle and we're not going to, well, we may get into the weeds a little bit as far as the enemy with posing. We'll probably have another podcast to talk specifically about posing, but the uh, evil forces in the heavenly realms to or the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms and the evil forces of this dark world, you know, that's out of scripture and that's not some fantasy embellishment. That's, that's legit warfare that we have to deal with. And if we've talked about it in the past, but recognizing it and understanding it is just an absolute key to your success or failure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, for those who don't know, uh, read Ephesians 6, 13 through 17. That's, that's the armor. And that's, um, and you know, I think for a long time, one of the mistakes I made was, uh, putting on my armor in the morning and forgetting it, forgetting to use it. You know, I just, I have my armor on and I'd be getting whooped throughout the day and I forget to lift my shield or tack back with scripture. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's something that's really helped me. Yeah. And we actually talked about that or talked about that in the last podcast or two when uh, Lisa, she put it in a, in a way that just stuck with me. She's like, yeah, we get up in the morning and we put our armor of God on. But by the end of the day, we're running off the battlefield uh, butt naked with yeah. no with no covering whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the truth? And it's, and you know, it's it, it's exactly what scripture says it is. It's armor. And so when armor gets weak, you got to put another one on, you know, so I, I'll put seven, eight helmets on a day, you know, every time I get a little thought in my head that I know that is not of God or, or, you know, me being living in the flesh, I'll throw another helmet on, you know, thank you, Father, for this helmet you gave me, yeah. you know, and yep. all day. Yeah. And, and, and it's not a, it's not a fortress that we pray for. It's, it's a, it's body armor and it's a shield and it's a sword. We need to be on the offensive. Yeah. This is close quarters combat. This isn't, you know, something far off. This is right in front of us. And, and we need to recognize that and, and use that to our, I mean, use the authority of God to our power. Yeah. Use his power to our need, I guess is a better way of putting it. I think, you know, in my transformation and kind of my story, I haven't, uh, Alyssa and I haven't shared on this podcast our full story yet, but um, one of the catalyst that God used to just kind of reveal truth to me and completely change my heart was men's boot camp. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, John Eldridge goes through wild, the, the wild at heart book and, and, um, that weekend's all centered around that book, but spiritual warfare, it was the biggest revelation to me. I hadn't, you know, I grew up in the church, um, you know, just a very small town minded, uh, kind of legalistic church. And we uh, had a lot of rules that we followed, but nobody ever talked about spiritual warfare. So when, when I heard that and what I was struggling with in my life at that point, it all made sense. Like I was just blind to it. Yeah, but absolutely. It, if you don't know, any, if you don't know you're in a war, how do you fight? I almost feel like it's one of those things that a lot of people don't want to bring to the surface because they're afraid of it. You know, it's like yeah. if, if I look the other way and don't talk about it, then it's not happening. And that's, that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to, to not talk about those things and not bring awareness to it because then he's, then he's, uh, there's a spotlight on him, you know, and he has to flee. Yeah. You know, he doesn't like working, working with the light on him. So, yeah. So, so when you're in a conviction point and you're thinking, man, no one deals with what I deal with and it would be embarrassing to bring it up. That is strictly Satan talking lies to you and trying to isolate you. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And that's a good, that's a good, uh, kind of a segue into posing because for so long I posed out of shame, you know, I, I wanted to keep it hidden. I wanted to not bring this to light so I didn't have to deal with it. And everybody thought, oh man, Eric's got to figure it out, you know, and when I was completely lost, you know, and, and even still, you know, I still don't have it all figured out, but yeah. I'll, I'll be the first to tell you like, no, this is, this is anything that's good is not a, it's not me, it's God. You yeah. know? And, and, um, I'm not saying that, you know, my heart isn't always in the right place, which I, you know, I always try to do, but, um, I'm human, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stumble, I'm gonna fall and, and knowing, recognizing that and knowing that, that that's why I have Jesus, you know, and, and, um, that's when I'm going to lean on him. Yeah. I think that's what paralyzes guys, you know, more times than not. And why we, like you said, Eric, why we do pose is because, you know, I knew this is the kind of my way of thinking when I was struggling is like, if anybody knew who I really was, yeah, they would run for the hills, yeah. especially Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and she knew me more than anybody. But yep. if ever anybody outside of my circle that, you know, that we went to church with or I worked with, that they knew who I really was. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that's where the enemy wants you. He wants you, he wants you in that space. He wants you isolated. He loves to fight one-on-one, but, but you get a couple of brothers that are willing to lock shields with you and say, all right, let's, you know, let's go. Let's, let's get into the spiritual warfare and, and bring Jesus into it. Oh man, you're, you're powerful. You're powerful right there. Yeah. Something that, that I battle with is, you know, like you're an idiot. Like, you know, we've talked our story on the podcast and Brian and Alyssa will in the future. Um, but you know, my story's gambling and it's an addiction and it's something that I still deal with. Um, to say I struggle with it right now, I don't think so, but I do deal with it. There's temptation and it's, it's like, dude, like, you know, I talked to Brian about it and I don't want to talk to Brian about it. And I will be, I don't want to talk to Brian about it because it's like, Jeff, we've already talked about it. Because that's how I am with yeah. other men. Yeah. It's like, dude, we've already talked about this porn addiction. Have we not figured this out yet? Yeah. And yet I'm over here not wanting to bring it up. And yet I do struggle. So I'll pose. Oh, man, everything's good. Yeah. yeah, everything's good. And I don't know. I know I've lied to Brian in the past about it. I don't know if I have recently. But but I've posed and said, yeah, no, I'm good. Everything's fine. And that that's just to give a harsh example. That's That's posing right there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being honest because yeah. I've done the same thing. Yeah, I think so, I think so, we all have. Yes. Yeah. So let let's at this point say that we won't do that anymore. Yeah, we still will. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, no doubt. We this is what we need. Yep, is we need this open, authentic, authentic conversation of Jeff. I still am struggling with pornography. Yeah, and I struggle with it almost every single day. Yeah, and so until you can bring things to light like that. The enemy would just continue to eat your eat your lunch. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think probably one of my my biggest struggles is uh, anger and frustration, um, and just dealing with with situations in a godly manner. Um, I'm getting I'm getting a little better at recognizing it daily. That uh, when I when I get a, a thought in my head, I hear this other voice say, "Hey, that's not of me." You know, and, and he's been really, Jesus has been really good about talking to me in that way. And I need to get that voice. How do I get that voice? <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had it more. You know, it's, it's no just, doubt. I, you know, there's, I, I talk about that, you know, quite a bit about uh, hearing, hearing God and, and um, 
and I think I've said it before that, and I, and I, I want to say I heard this or read this somewhere, but the, the voice that sounds like me usually isn't God. And this other voice that I hear, it's usually a more peaceful voice. It's usually a more peaceful action or thought. And that's kind of where I lean to, okay, God, I hear you. Yeah. Kind of thing. I think that discernment is, is huge, but you know, for me, it's been like, you know, when I, when I make those agreements of, man, you're so stupid. Nobody cares what you, what you say. Nobody cares about what you say. Yeah. I mean, I I have to pause and say, would God say that about me? Yeah. No, then that's not of God. That's good. And so, and that voice probably sounds just like your voice. It does. You're exactly right. And on the flip side, my thoughts are everybody needs to hear what I have to say. <laughs> and that, three out of five times. And, and that, that is, is definitely, that is definitely Jeff. <laughs> That's that, that, that voice does sound like me. It's too, just like Jeff. Uh, it's because you said it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But you, you do have a good, a lot of good things to say, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I remember one time, uh, quick story, Jeff was talking about, you know, uh, Joe and, and his stuff and was talking about how he was just so thankful and you were talking about his family tree and you know Joe didn't realize you know the family tree that he had and and I couldn't help but think of like Jeff I was like man you don't realize oh, the family man. tree that you have you know <laughs> the impact that you've had on me and and so many other men that I've talked to you know and you know it trickles down but it's you know you guys have been awesome I really appreciate that. It's it's definitely not of me. It's cra- it's embarrassing when when people say stuff like that because it's just I don't know where this came from. I go back to where I was eight ten years ago, and I just met up with a friend today and just just talked with them a little bit. And we've been he's walked with me. I don't know if he's walked with me, but I've I've given him the updates as as, as I've gone along in my life, and and uh, he sort of had a similar comment that you know you're just not the same. And I go it's crazy, but. I mean, this boat, this cruise ship that was going one way has all but completely 180, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's amazing. And I just don't, I don't know how that, I don't know where I got inspired to do that. <laughs> it yeah. just, God is something else. What was the biggest thing that he said was different about you? My, uh, just my mannerisms and my calmness and, and I used to not, and I still don't, right. You'll, you'll agree with this. I don't process. Um, I didn't, I never processed and I'll get on, like even coming in tonight, I was excited and I'll just talk fast and just talk about whatever. And, and, and that was a lot more. And he's like, today you're, man, you're just calm and, and you're educated and you're not just running your mouth type of thing. And that, uh-huh. that, that, that was a big thing for me. And, and that's a great posing now that I think about it is that's what I do for posing. And we've talked about this in the past is I will, Hey Brian, how's it going? How's your walk? What What's going on? And, and just continue the questions because if I can keep asking the questions, then I won't. Then I will not get asked the questions, yeah. Yeah. and so I'll be on the offensive in regards take, to that. Take the eyes off yourself. And, yeah. yeah, and so let's even, look at you, Brian. Yeah, exactly. It was even, I would say, you know, even more. I, I don't know. I wasn't masking anything back then because I was just blatant how I handled my life incorrectly. Um, but I don't know. That's sort of that's sort of weird. I don't know. You think that maybe that was something like you were 
your comfort zone. You yeah, know? yeah. Like I, I wasn't posing back then, yeah. and then I then I started turning my ship, and I had to start posing. <laughs> no, I, I can <laughs> almost guarantee you're posing. Yeah, in some no, form. I'm just Sorry. yeah, I'm trying to figure out where I didn't have a standard to pose to. In I was just aimlessly living my life. I was just trying to you know I'm trying to. So there's some shame. I mean, Lisa and I would have arguments when I would gamble, and it'd be my money. I get to do what I want with it. Why? Why would I say something like that? Uh, other than you know, I honestly, you know, it was a rudderless ship. But you guys were struggling financially. But mm-hmm. you, you did your did your friends know you were struggling financially, or did you guys still? You didn't change your patterns. You still went out and ate lunch or dinners and and spent yeah, a lot good. of money. Yeah, I mean that's kind of where yeah we were keeping up with the Joneses yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's that you know that's yep. a form of yep. posing without yeah. a doubt. That's good. Yep. Yeah, my biggest pose I, I I feel now looking back was was my anger and frustration because I was angry and frustrated because I was fearful and I was posing that I wasn't fearful and. And the total opposite of fear is like aggression, right? And sure. Like, I'm going to go at this thing. And, and But I, if if I was honest with myself back then, I would say, you're really fearful. And that's that's you're posing like you're not. Yeah. You know? Anger is generally a mask of fear, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I get pissed off at Lisa for doing something because I don't know what the result's going to be in the future. So yeah. I get upset. Yeah. So I can't see it. I guess an, an area that I posed in too was I was that nice guy, you know? Yeah. I would. Uh, um, I knew how to play Christian. I grew up in the mm, church, and good. so Alyssa wanted me to be the spiritual leader in the family. Well, I knew I wasn't. I knew my heart. I, I, I want to say deep down inside, I wanted to be that guy. I just didn't know how. I didn't yeah. have that example growing up. Um, but I did. I did know how to act like a Christian. Like I could show up um, for church on Sunday morning, and I was the. I was the. Um, the guy that was, oh yeah, bro, everything's good, bro. Everything's good. Nothing, no struggles here. Yeah. I yeah. was that guy. That's awesome. And so there was also, you know, Alyssa had always had a passion for, for leading groups and stuff like that. And funny enough, I helped her lead a, a marriage small group and oh, cool. behind closed doors, dude, the yeah. wheels were coming off. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, one of my notes that I put down today in regards to posing is um, a good test to see if uh, you're you're posing. Um, the I'm good bro, bro guy. Ask ask his wife what she thinks about him. Yeah, because <laughs> you can you can fake it That's around good. a lot of people, yeah. but you cannot fake it around your wife. Yeah. yeah. Or or ask. Uh, I would love for this to happen when you go to church on Sundays. You know, man, it's great, man. Everything's good or fine. Man, we're we're doing good right now, like you're talking about. What did you last struggle with? What was your last struggle? Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's... and and I mean, people aren't going to want to answer it. Yeah, you know, they'll 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 get blindsided, and and maybe even it may it probably that may be too challenging. Come in, yeah, man. I've 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 really been struggling with this. What's your last struggle? You know, so you can yeah. sort of throw yourself yeah. out there first. Yeah. But uh, I would love for that culture to to take place, especially. Well, no, just everywhere. It needs to take place everywhere. Yeah. I get tired of, I get tired of, man, and, and I hate to be, I mean, this is just honest. Oh, man, I'm blessed, dude. I'm just so blessed yeah. right now. <laughs> All right. Who, who have you told that to? Yeah. You just keeping that to yourself or are you, are you sharing your witness to somebody yeah. else how blessed you are? Yeah. Well, let's ask your wife how blessed you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that. Uh, what was your last, what, you know, what did you struggle with last? Because 
yeah, we all struggle and that's, that, that's kind of a, like you said, maybe, maybe a little strong, but I would love to see the reaction of the, oh yeah, everything's great. Go up to a couple, you know, on marriage night. Hey, what, what was y'all's last fight about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You yeah. tell me first and I'll yeah. go after that. But one, one thing that I wanted to ask you guys is like, you know, I kind of alluded to my, my, um, how I was raised in the, in the church and, and I, and I think the word the enemy, um, has had a lot of victory is, is, is oppressing men in the church. And so what did it look like when you guys were growing up? Uh, what it did, you know, we, we talk about the warrior and we talk about, um, you know, being a strong believer. Um, what did that look like when you, you guys were growing up? Yeah, I think for me, even going back to what I just talked about where I didn't really feel I posed because I didn't have a standard to live up to. I think Satan is really good at, allowing sleeping dogs to lie like Mm -hmm. he's going in the wrong direction i am not going to tweak him in any way don't need to show him enlighten him don't don't need to give any drama that's going to create he just needs to keep walking that path and i that's how it was for me i mean there wasn't a lot of conviction in how i was handling things um everything was justified for sure um yeah. I, 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 I didn't, I mean, my parents felt I hung the moon and when I got in a marriage with Lisa, I, I guess I hung the moon maybe. And don't, don't, don't question me. I got it. Yeah. What about you, Eric? Growing up, um, I grew up Catholic, uh, and, uh, never, never knew my dad, my, my, you know, my biological father. Um, uh, my mom, Growing up, I saw her, you know, a number of times, you know, probably count them on one hand. Um, and uh, I was raised by my grandparents. They were real old school. Um, my dad, you know, my, my grandfather, uh, we didn't uh, we didn't have a what I would call a good relationship. We never even really I can't even really remember a conversation that we had. He kind of. um he kind of did what he had to do, you know, it was, it was his, you know, probably what he thought his responsibility to raise me. Uh, so we did go to church on Sundays. Um, but that was, that was about it. The rest of the week we didn't, they had one Bible. It was huge. It was like 12 by 12 and like, I don't know, like encyclopedia yeah it was, it was golden bigger. pages yeah it was yeah golden pages everything yeah. awesome and never saw it open um <laughs> it, it you know it was on the nightstand all the time but never saw it open um so yeah growing up there was that uh i did have my wife and i met when i was young i was 15 when we met and um her my my sister-in-law had a had another uh, had a boyfriend named Tommy, uh, who, who eventually became my brother-in-law, Tommy tried to speak into my life a couple times. Um, but I don't, I wasn't ready yet. You know, I was, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll check it out kind of thing. And, and, you know, I had a couple of other people in my life. I had a corporal when I was in law enforcement that his name is Jody. He, uh, he tried to speak in, you know, into my life and, and I kind of listened more to him because he was a little bit more, he, first of all, he was my immediate supervisor. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
like that Tommy and, and Jody were kind of the first warriors I saw that they had something different in, you know, intangible that I couldn't really put my finger on. Uh, they were both leaders. Um, and yeah, so those, those two are the ones that are probably the first two warriors that, that I've noticed. Like these guys are, these guys are a little different, you know, yeah. they, they walk by different code and, and treat people, um, the way that I would like to treat people and, and, you know, and be treated. So, yeah. That's good. I think, you know, going back to being raised in the church and, um, I think all I saw was kind of my dad, you know, he was super good dude. I don't ever want to talk bad about my dad, but he was, you know, he, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And my dad was a, a super, super passive man. And, um, just never really spoke up or or bucked the system in any way. Just kind of went along to get along kind of guy. And I saw that in the church with other people. It's like, you know, they they were just nice guys. Yeah, they were they were they were good. Never never shared any kind of struggles or 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 things that they were dealing with. And so the way I I viewed it was. In order to be a, a strong Christian man, you had to be perfect. Mm. And so when I was growing up, I was not perfect. Um, and so I rebelled in every way I could possibly rebel and just got to the point where I was like, well, if I can't be perfect, then why even try? Yeah. And so just really kind of at that point after I graduated high school and moved on to college, it's like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. And so... That was kind of kind of my my view of what it looked like to be a believer, or a man of God. Yeah, my, you know, when I grew up, my my relationship with my grandfather wasn't wasn't the best. Um, he did. He was get up early, you know, go to work, work all day, work hard, and you know you can make a living. Um, so he did instill a work ethic in me. Um, but as far as uh, a spiritual warrior or a spiritual battle. We, we never brought those things up. And, um, even, even between him and my mom, we, they always hid their struggles. You know, they never wanted the kids to know if they were fighting, if they did, you know, when we were younger, they would talk in Spanish so we couldn't understand them. And yeah. we knew every time mom and dad were talking in Spanish, something was, something was wrong. But, uh, you know, now we have a, my grandfather and I have a great relationship, even to the point where, where I've, you know, at times been able to speak into him, you know, about, you know, prayer. And again, he is old school and he's, he's in his ways. And, uh, but, you know, I'll try to teach that old dog a new trick. Yeah. And, and maybe that's what it was. It's just a different generation, you know, um, they, they grew up not sharing, you know, not saying, Hey man, I'm really struggling with this. So maybe, you know, like I said, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And one thing from my from my dad, uh, or you know, my, I call him my dad. So if I if I referenced my dad, that's that's my grandfather. But uh, you know, I can't I can't sit there and, and tell him with words that you uh, you can have a real relationship with Jesus and you can be a warrior for him because I don't think he'll take offense to it. But he is old school and he is set in his ways. But I can sure show him, you know, and he can see it in me, you know. So that's kind of where I. I want to make that change. You know, I want to be able, I want people that used to know me when I was angry and bitter and frustrated that, uh, it's, it's, I'm different. Kind of like how you said, Jeff, about, you know, the guy said like, you, you know, you're different now. And so I think that's awesome. That's yeah. Yeah. 
I love that. I do love it. You 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 posed a good question, Eric, and and I wanted to I wanted to get your thoughts on it. But um, is there is there a difference between being a warrior for Christ and being a believer of Christ? You know, once I sent that, I thought, man, I shouldn't have sent that because <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. You know, uh, but you know, for me, it's just kind of like I said. Um, I, for years, I was I've I've always been a believer. You know, I've always. I've always known, you know, Jesus, you know, what he did for me and, and, and the sacrifice that he had to make and just everything he went through, not, not just the pain part, but the being perfect part, you know, that's, that's almost just as painful as, you know, the physical pain he went through. Um, but how many people he really wanted to slap upside the head? Yeah. Like, no, I can't do that. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but for me, I, I wasn't, I wasn't being intentional in, any, in anything. I wasn't, I wasn't going up to a man and saying, you know, uh, Hey, let me put, let me, you know, let me show you this prayer. Let me, let me put your armor on for you and then show you how to, how to put this on every morning and kind of explain what it is, you know, and, um, it kind of reminds me of that, uh, you know, that thing Teresa and I shared, you know, I, I read, I read this thing that I wrote and, kind of like the the young warrior uh sees an older warrior and and you know the older older warriors telling them you know I can tell you how you're going to get attacked and I can tell you what's going to happen and and way and weapons that work and weapons that don't and um but it's really up to that person at that point to to walk that walk and and fight with those weapons um but yeah for me being a warrior is as is a lot more intentional a mm. lot more uh um open a lot more for me I have to be a lot more humble and be willing to tell people like man I I messed up you know I've, I've done messed up things um but through the grace of God I've been forgiven of that and so can you you know and you know I you know I spoke about Tommy a little earlier my brother-in-law he told me one time you know I was telling him like you know I'm, I'm walking with these men and but I'm, I'm I feel like I'm striking out because either they you know, they end up getting separated or they end up falling back into, you know, their old ways. And I said, I feel like I'm not doing something right. He said, Hey, Eric, if you're a fisherman of men, your job is just to catch them. Jesus cleans them. Oh. And I was like, man, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Right yeah. Now. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the warrior part for me is just being intentional uh, versus just being, just believing. Yeah. I think there, I think there is a difference in being a Christian and being a warrior for Christ. I think, I think it's biblical that there's like, there's going to be like treasures in heaven that'll be different, right? Like people, you know, do not attack our theology because we fail at theology, but we're just trying to interpret the Bible the way we think it says, or from what it says. But I think that people will have, some people will have larger houses than others and more, I mean, it says something about jewels or something like that. Greater rewards. Greater rewards and jewels in heaven or something like that. So I do feel that there's people that just get by and our salvation cannot be taken from us. And Satan knows that. So he's going to do what he can to minimize our ability to damage him through our Christian walk. And so being a warrior of Christ, um, I mean, I don't know. I get it's arrogant, but yeah, I mean, I think you can recognize people that are 
showing up to church on Sundays, checking the box. I can think of a handful of men right now that I've known for years that do that. And that's enough for them. And that, yeah. that stinks, but you know, that's their life and their walk. And, you know, maybe they're a Moses and, you know, for the last 30 years, they'll, or the last 10 years, they'll really hit it hard and change the world. Yeah. You know, you just don't know God's timing, but yeah. at, I do feel that there's a difference. Yeah, I do too. I, I like the way you guys put it, but I think that, I think there's, there's hearers of the word and there's doers of the word, yeah. right? Oh, that's good. And so, you know, you can hear it, you can believe it, but what are you going to do with it? And I think that's what separates a, uh, just a, being a believer and, and being a warrior. That's right. And I always look at it this way too. It's like with my family, am I leading my family well? Am I protecting them? Yeah. And I'm not just talking about physically, like I've got guns in the house, right? I'm, I'm getting up every morning and I'm praying yeah. over my family for their protection. That's right. And so there's, you know, it's just like any other walk in life. You've got people that talk and you got people that walk. Yeah. And so I think walking that walk is what makes, makes you a warrior. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that I maybe not struggle with, but try to keep a, um, just, just be mindful of is, um, not trying to be, too aggressive in with, with, uh, someone that I'm, I'm trying to walk with, or, uh, I tried to get them. I always try to lead it back to Jesus. Um, and, and hopefully at this point I read enough scripture to where whenever they're, whenever they're talking about something, I can, I can try to reference it back to scripture. And, and if not, you know, we'll, at the end of our discussion, I'll usually pray about it. And the funny thing is the next Bible study I do, will answer that question. And I'm like, thank you, you know, because yeah. it's, it's preparing me for the next one, you know, and it's, um, just, a it, from, I don't know if fun's the right word, but it's just fun being in, in, in the word and, and really seeing it in action. It's just exciting, I guess for me. Yeah. But it's that humility of, I don't have all the answers and I never will. But yeah. you can rely on the Holy Spirit, and you know that God is—he's going to do what He did. He's—he's yeah. he's like, I'll show you. Yeah, and He's going to counsel you. And then, and then after that, it, He hits it about five or six times more just to make sure you got it. <laughs> You'll start seeing that scripture everywhere. Oh, He's the first mansplainer of our universe. Yeah. If you go through the Bible, the Bible could be like a fifth of the length because of all yeah. the mansplaining. Yeah. <laughs> and I need that. Yeah, I need right. it more than four or five that's times. Right. I probably need it 45 yeah. times. Yeah. I, feel, I feel him telling me, you got it now? Are you sure. sure? One more time. Yeah, we'll, we'll just test one it. more time. We'll test it. Yeah. Test yeah. it a week later. Just making sure you remembered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I was going to say something. And Please totally, do. Yeah, I totally went blank on... You were just talking about, oh, oh, the fun. You're like, this is fun. Oh, yeah. And I, this, this for me, I, you know, hopefully it's not sadistic, but this is struggling, you know, James 1, being steadfast, enjoying the struggles. I've really latched onto that personally. I, I'm not, you know, I'll always say this, I'm not perfect at it and, I'll cuss and be frustrated and question things. But overall, in my good place, when there are struggles in my life, I'm enjoying it because I it's I somehow feel a 
an enjoyment of, you know, this, you know, I'm an iron sword and this iron, this, this, this denser, thicker iron just pounding me and, you know, just sharpening me. And I'm just enjoying that. And I, and when we walk with couples, you know, they're struggling and I'm like, that's life, man. That, that enjoy that, enjoy that struggle, enjoy, understand what that struggle is. I'm not, you know, I don't enjoy my gambling addiction at all. I hate it, but it's in my life for a purpose. It really is. Satan put it in there and whatever he put in there, God meant for good. God can, how's the scripture go? <laughs> <laughs> what the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good. Yeah. What the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good. And I, I really enjoy that. God, how are you going to turn this yeah. around? And, and then the end result, just talking about couples specifically that we walk with and we see them come out of it a little bit and almost yeah. for lack of a better term, graduate to the next level of kind relationship of type le- of thing level up yeah. yeah level up and it is awesome man it just it's so awesome to see that and i don't know guys it's hard because people are struggling with stuff and jeff how can you enjoy that and i i understand and i get it i just i'll honestly say i'm a rational person and on the back side of it i'm glad i went through it you know i've heard people in the past tell me that and you know at face value i was like what are you talking about like how can i how can I be thankful for what I'm going through right now? And then, you know, as I continued my walk, I kind of think of it as, you know, a warrior, like a, you know, a soldier um, does, does not like boot camp. You know, it doesn't, he's tired, he's beat up, he's sore. And, but what that's doing is it's strengthening, you know, that soldier and, and um, you know, and I kind of just think of it along those terms. And then I, I think, you know, when I'm, when I hit a struggle, okay, what am I, what am I being trained for right now? What am I, am I I'm in training right now. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, I don't always thank God for it, which I probably should, but uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You, yeah. you guys need to teach me because when I'm in the middle of it, I'm like, this blows. Yeah. And I can't see, I can't see that. Well, um, and I know it to be true. You know, yeah. one of the things too that, that for me anyways, it's, it's always easier for me to understand looking back. So like, you know, the struggles that you've, that you've gone through, Brian, probably, uh, in the middle of it, you didn't recognize it, but now, you know, where you're at looking back, you can say, yeah, well, I was in yeah. training right there, you know? So yeah, I, I can definitely see that and relate to that. I can definitely see what the enemy meant for evil. God made good. Yeah. I mean, even just in our recent struggle, sure, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we've alluded to it a little bit, but man, in the middle of it, and, and Jeff can attest to this, like I wanted to, I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Like in the midst of it, I want to be that warrior that says, okay, this is a season that's going to be hard, but I know God is using this to, to sharpen me. What well, you know, Another analogy is this is sort of, you know, this is time for battle, um, time, you know, to suit up. I, a lot of the, uh, an analogy I share a lot of the times is it's, it's like football and it's game time and we can practice all we want, but we don't know how we're going to respond until game time. And we, we can't, we can study the opponent, but we really can't see the opponent until real time. And then we can learn from it and get better at it. Or not. I mean, teams win seven games in a row and all of a sudden lose to one of the worst teams in the league, you know, so so they don't necessarily keep everything that they've learned. And then there's different variables 
to the to the football game, but the overall point is, am I getting incrementally better per game? You know, so per failure, can I get can I get something out of it? And then we win seven straight, and then we lose that stupid one. You know, mm-hmm. and and we got to start over. Um, so w- when you were talking about that, I just what came to mind is I've I've put myself. I feel that I've put myself when it comes to a crossroads into really contemplating, okay, God, what is this for type of thing? And that's, that's just what I'll, when I'm, when I'm struggling with gambling or, um, just with, with all the things that have been changing in my life over the last six months with job and, and grandchild and everything, what is this for? And, and being able to sit there and really monk like just not do anything. Just what is this for? And maybe the next day, God, what was this for? And the next day, what was this for? And just just not try to solve it. Yeah. But I still, y- y'all know me. I try to solve everything all of the time. So it's but but keep applying that. And it's that turning that cruise ship, man. Just <laughs> half a degree by half a degree. You know, is is where it comes in. But those serious ones that would you know what you went through a few months ago. I haven't been through something that serious in, in a few years either. So the severity of it makes a big difference too. Maybe it's just so still real right now because yeah. it's so new. Yeah. 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 I think for, for me with the warrior thing, um, if I, if I can put my armor on every morning, I can put it on a hundred times a day. I can try to walk with, with men and, and be fisher be a fisherman of men and, and walk with couples and do the do the works but if i'm not really in my bible or in my scriptures you know in the mornings and even sometimes throughout the day and at night um i can feel a difference i can feel a difference in my strength i can feel a difference in my walk in um i don't i don't feel like the warrior you know but when i'm in my in my bible and and reading scripture that's when i even if i'm not necessarily walking with somebody at that time, I feel in my heart, you know, at, at that point, the strongest. Mm-hmm. And and let me ask you guys this, just off the top of my head, because I agree with this. If I'm not in my scripture and if I'm not equipped and suited up to go out, a lot of times God doesn't put things in my life to better his kingdom. Yeah. He's like, no, man, he's not, he is not going to make it today. So I can't do it. Yeah. You've got it. So that goes a good challenge to men or people listening, if you're coming to church and they're talking about, man, if you could be a better person at work or if you have the opportunity to share, you need to share. And you're saying, man, I just never had that opportunity. Well, you may not be ready for it yet. You need to get equipped for it. Yeah. The other morning, Jesus talked to me again and, uh, (laughs) you know, Teresa and I are, are really diving into this wild oak thing. And, um, you know, I, I, got out of my truck, got, just got to the office. I was in the parking lot walking inside and was putting my armor on. And, um, I said, man, I can't, God, I can't wait to this wild oak, you know, to see what you do with this wild oak thing. And, and I just can wake up and know that my day is just going to be filled talking to people about you. And as clear as day, he said, well, why do you got to wait until then? (laughs) (laughs) Man, that's, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And like I said, uh, it, it came up again on our last, you know, church service. They were talking about, um, 
Paul when he was in prison. Yeah. And he's talking about when he's praying, he's praying that there's an opportunity where he's at to speak into people. He didn't, he didn't pray anything about getting out of prison or nothing. Yeah. He, give me out of here so yeah, I could talk about if you. If I was out of prison, you know, I could talk about you. He said, give me opportunity here where I'm at to speak into people. Yeah. And then that's just kind of been a repetitive thing that I've been hearing lately. And that's what God does to me. He just, he'll hit me three or four or five times with the same thing. And I'm like, okay, I got, I got that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then, and then I'll, I'll stumble again and he'll do it again. You know, I, I just love it. That's awesome. That's such a good thing. It's like, man, you have the opportunity regardless of where you're at. Yes. What are you going to do with it? And that goes back to the whole poser thing. Are Guys, are you being the same guy that you are at work, Yeah. at home, at church, behind closed doors? Are you being that guy? Because I'm not always that guy. Yeah, for sure. And I think I, I, know I struggle with it too. Yeah. yeah. We have a... a I'm not. I'm throwing him way under the bus. So I'm not going to bring up anything. But we know a couple is a is a churchgoer. Um, just a good man of faith. You get into the office and you mess up on his location in any way. He pulls out words mm-hmm. you've never heard of before. <laughs> throws stuff, you know. And that's yeah. that's a poser, guys. That's that's someone that is showing up. And is masking something. And and unfortunately, the guy at work for him is the authentic guy. He's not posing in his anger. Mm. He's he's posing on Sundays. And if that's you, that's fine. Just you know, we're not again, this isn't shame. We're not trying to guilt you into anything. But you need to recognize it and realize that there is a not just a a more Christ like Christian way of handling things but a legitimately better healthier way of handling things. Yeah, if you're if you're legitimately trying to pursue God in every aspect of your life and you you want to be a true witness for him and you act like that. You completely. I mean, not to say that hey, you know, sometimes at work I'm going to I'm going to lose my my yeah. stuff yeah. and I'm and and I hopefully man enough to come back and say that's not who I am. But if you act that way on a regular basis, you have no witness. Like, why do, why do I want to be part of that? No doubt. Yeah. I think it's kind of the same, uh, you know, for every issue. Kind of the, the cliche thing is, you know, recognizing it is the first step. That's right. So, you know, for me, recognizing that and, and then, like you said, you know, coming back and saying, you know, that's, that's not me. That's not who I want to be. Um, I think that, you know, taking that route, you know, speaks volumes to, to people. And, and one thing too, that, that I think that, um, people in general maybe have, have an opinion of, you know, a Christian is Christians are supposed to be perfect, you know, and we're not, we're, we're human. We're, we're just really trying to walk this walk, you know? And, um, and so for me, when I do stumble and when I do fall, I got to realize that, because the enemy will be quick to try to make an agreement with me. Like, I thought you were a Christian. I thought you, I thought you were really trying to walk this walk, Mm -hmm. you know? And so if I can go back to that person and say, Hey, you know, that's, that's not of me, you know, that, or or that, that's not of God. That's not who, who I'm supposed to be uh, reflecting. You know, I don't want that person to say like, well, that's a Christian. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want any part of that. That's right. You know, but, but we are, we are human. We are going to fall and, and, and give grace 
show grace and receive grace. You know, that's that's right. Know. And and going back to that gentleman I was just talking about, you know, he may not know what he doesn't know, yeah. and. He's going to Sunday thinking everybody acts like this, and at work everybody acts like that yeah. because that's what my dad did, and that's what my granddad did, and I just saw that my whole life. You know that that's potentially the case. So, again, we're not trying to throw judgment at just being able to understand what the truth is. If you're listening to this now, hopefully you've deciphered what we've said, and this is the truth. You don't need to act like that, and you can choose every single time if you want to to not act like that and i think that's where where community comes in you know if we're, if we're going to truly be warriors we have to have an army yeah and so when i do something like that then i hope that one of you guys would say hey pull me aside and say dude what is wrong with you because if you've got people in your life that all they do is agree with you and say, yeah, yeah, that's Just great. Enable, enable you. Yeah, there's, there's no growth there. But I know that if I lose my stuff and I'm yelling at people, you two are going to be the first people that are right in the middle of it, grabbing me by the face mask and saying, Brian, the way you're acting is wrong. And so right. we need that community around us to, to, to grab our yeah. face mask when yeah. we do that. That just happened, what, two weeks ago? three weeks ago on marriage night where Lisa and I got crossed about a couple things, very, uh, very simple little stupid things. And it just got crossed the way she was talking to me, the questions that she asked and we were trying to figure it out and we thought we figured it out. And then we got into a fight and then I went to Brian as we're walking out and he's like, Jeff, um, yeah, you're not handling this right. Uh, you need to do, I I forgot exactly what we were honestly arguing about, but you need to do this. And I got my truck. We drove separately here just, you know, because of uh, logistics. And um, so I drove home by myself and I just prayed. And I'm like, I need to be the bigger person. I have told everybody to be the bigger person. I need to be the bigger person. So I walked in and I said, babe, I'm sorry. I don't know why I did this, but here's what happened. And we sat down and talked. And that's exactly what it is. And it's not, it doesn't always need to be a slap in the face. It can just be, hey, dude, in love. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so good, good, man. Yeah, That's good. I love it. Um, you know, I think that's kind of one thing that I wanted to ask you guys is like a, a guy that's struggling right now and, and, and here's what we're saying and says, yeah, that's great for you, but that will never be me. What, what do you say to a guy like that? I say that, we're not, you know, Rome was not built in a day, unfortunately. And we have a few stories of radical life change that has occurred in uh, the ministries we've been a part of, but it just generally doesn't happen that way. It's just one day at a time. It's establishing new best practices and how you handle conflict. And the, probably the biggest thing for someone that is really like I was eight years ago going all but 180 degrees in the wrong direction. When I turned that ship a little bit, my mentality was if I were to somehow fall short, you know, I turned, you know, I had a correction, you know, we're April 4th right now. I had a correction on April 4th and I'm going to change the way I handle this, this specific part of my life. And then May 1st, something happens and I go back to my old ways and how I handle it. Well, we need to cut that off and just that was a one-time thing. Let's stay on track. 
and not, oh, you know what? Yeah, this isn't going to work and just fall back into that 180 degrees. We've got to build on that and beating a dead horse, but you're not going to do that by yourself. It's just not, man, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think any books have been written on how I changed my life by myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think there's yes. any successful ones yeah, out I like there. that. You know, it's it's community. It's it's being able to talk to someone about it. And I'm giving a long answer. How do I how do I find those guys? We pray about it. Lord, I mean, every morning, Lord, open me up to a man that I can walk with. Yeah. Open me up, open my wife and I up to a couple we can walk with. And he's gonna he's not gonna drag you through the door. He's gonna open the door and you or you and your spouse are going to have to choose to walk through it. And it's as simple as that. Um, but he won't give you false doors. He yeah. won't, you know, well, I don't want to, Satan does get in the there, middle of There things. will be false doors. Yeah, but yeah there will be false doors. Of God. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I, I think probably the first thing that I would say to somebody who, said, who says that is, who does that voice sound like? Mm. You know, and if it sounds like your voice, that's not of God. And... And then just challenge them to try it. Just just try it, you know. Because if if they if they open up their hearts and and they they try it, God's gonna move. Mm-hmm. You know, Satan can't stop it. You can't stop it. No one can stop it. If if you just try it, get into the scripture. Even if you don't, even if you don't understand what it's saying. Because um, I'll I'll be honest. When I first started reading scripture, I was like, what is this thing trying to tell me? Like I'm. I don't understand what I'm saying. To me, it's actually kind of boring, you know, and, and then just, I just continued to try it. And, and then I can't, I can't explain it. I can't put it into words. He just started working and he just, things just started falling into place. And, and then, and when I would stumble, 99% of the time, it was something stupid that I did, you know, and being able to say, okay, that was your mistake. God had nothing to do with that. That was your stupidity and help me, you know, to, to, to continue the walk. But yeah, who, who does that voice sound like? Um, and try it, you know, just, just try it for a week. See, yeah. see if things, you know, don't maybe not get better right away, but see if you don't feel different, you know, feel a little bit of, of peace or, um, a little, you know, calm or, you know, something. I'm going to use that. I I love I love that. Who does that voice sound? Oh like? yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think for me, you know, in my walk, uh, Alyssa has been saying this a lot a lot lately on the podcast, and then just in life in general, she's said, "You don't know God until you need God." And so for me, that's what it was. It was this deal of uh, I was a prideful man and I had no humility, yeah. but I got to a point where I was completely broken, and what it took was me being humble. And saying, I don't got this. And so going to Joe, he said to me, Brian, that you're not a bad guy. The enemy has his foot on your throat and is keeping you from experiencing or seeing the life that God has called you to live. And so for that, that that was the moment that God used it to say, Hey, I got this, Brian. And so I, I have this verse and I kind of want to just leave it with you guys, but it's Second Corinthians four four, and it says, Satan who is the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand the message about the glory of Christ, who is exact, who is the exact likeness of God. 
And so he had blinded me so that I couldn't see what God had intended for me. So it was that humility or that posture of like, God, I can't do this. And so if, if you're that guy out there that is saying, that's good for you, but it won't work for me, take a posture of humility and say, just, I can't do this on my own, God. I'm a broken man and I need you. And I promise you in and through that, God will... If you have that, that humility in your heart, God will lead you to where he wants you to go. Yeah. And it's like Jeff said, it doesn't happen overnight. It may happen overnight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Who knows? Yep. But if you, if you go in and you approach every time you go to God in prayer with that humility, God, God will bless that. You know, you saying that, um, brought something to mind that, um, you know, you two are, are two of the the strongest warriors, you know, that I've, that I have in my life, you know, right now. And to hear you say that, uh, the enemy has, you know, he had his foot on my throat. That's a perfect example of a warrior that wasn't ready for war. That uh, yeah. a warrior that didn't put his armor on. Yeah. And yeah. the, the scripture tells you, put your armor on so that when the day of evil comes, you can stand firm. It doesn't say if the day of evil comes, it says when it, it's going to come. Scripture tells you it's coming. Put your armor on right now and get ready for it. And and you saying that is just a perfect example of a strong warrior, a good man that just wasn't ready for battle. You know, it's almost like the big brother that's got his hand on the head of the younger brother, and the younger brother's just swinging, yeah. his, but he can't <laughs> yeah. hit him. Yeah. You know, he can't do anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's great. That's great. I, along with that scripture, something that came to mind was just when it comes to the man that we're talking to now that is just trying to figure it out, understanding that, you know, it says there that, that non-believers are blinded, but we, that that's how Satan works is he puts perspectives into our life, not circumstances, but perspectives. And those perspectives are filters through how we handle life. And the perspective of, well, nobody's dealing with what I'm dealing with, or no one's as stupid as I am for having to struggle with this over and over day in and day out. You can change your perspective and remove that filter and realize that, oh, there's a lot of men that deal with the exact same thing that I do. And realizing that you are living in a filtered life right now and, you know, that's one reason this this podcast is called Marriage Unfiltered is we try to remove those filters that are changing the that are uh, giving us an incorrect perspective on our life. And just know that you can change that and you can remove those filters. Lord, please help me remove these filters. Help me yeah. change my perspective. <clears throat> Hopefully my circumstances can change, but first and foremost I need to change my perspective on my circumstances. Yeah. There, you know, I'm, I'm real big on the, on the armor of God and, and, you know, there's, there's, there's six pieces to it. Right. But I think there's a, there's a part that's always forgotten right after, you know, it talks about the, you know, the, the, the tangible, uh, breastplate, you know, all, all six of them, um, right after that, it says, and pray, you know, that's almost like the seventh piece, mm-hmm. you know, um, when you're when you were talking about that scripture and talking about the you know being blind, you know, it reminded me of Second Kings six sixteen where Elisha prays, you know, for the man's you know the, the guy's freaking out. He's, he sees, servant, he sees yeah. this army coming, and he goes to Elisha and says, "Hey, what are we going to do? Like we're about to die." And Elisha prays, "Lord, open his eyes." And as soon as Elisha prays, 
the you know the servant you know the man of God looks up and sees the chariot of fire the army that's fighting for him that gives me chills yeah, just thinking about it. that you know yep. just so a, a warrior and 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 the army that you have you know that's that's awesome good deal yeah well I'm glad to have you guys in my army man yeah I am too and we we, we appreciate you guys listening to this and if uh, I guess we'll probably let Lisa put any taglines or anything. Yeah, I don't know what show notes put in that. I don't even know how you do show notes, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, so you got it. But Love thanks, you. thanks for uh, listening to this, guys. And uh, we we just want you to know that there is hope, regardless of what circumstances you're in. Your your situation can always change, and you can always be a warrior. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Awesome. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye.